0: Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry, where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk, but if not... Then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome Livestock friends to this edition of Before the Bid Podcast. And on this podcast, we are in southern Indiana and we're going to be talking about an Angus sale here that is held every year in southern Indiana. And uh, I don't know, it's it's 20 plus years or so of having this sale. And a sale that is near to my heart as we have been involved with this sale and involved with this association for quite a few years. And so important sale to us. And uh, we're going to talk about the association. We're going to talk about some of the things that they do. We're going to talk about the sale that uh, they do have coming up here. And that sale is going to be on April 2nd. It's going to be a 1 o'clock, and it's going to be at Little York, Indiana, which is west of Scottsburg, and Scottsburg is north of Louisville there on Interstate 65, so pretty easy to get to from the interstate there. And so I have on the phone with me a good friend of mine, Dwayne Stevens, and Dwayne, uh, he and I have worked together for a long, long time, and uh, I think clear back in high school or something, we got together and worked somewhere. Dwayne and I remain friends, and we work on this sale together a little bit. And Dwayne is managing this sale here with his operation there at Gold Buckle Cattle Services. And so, Dwayne, appreciate you joining me here for this podcast.
1: Hey, it's great to be here, Andy. I just want to clarify, you were in high school. I was, <laughs> right. I was not. Right. I was not.
0: You have a right. few more years on me. Just just a couple. That was back
1: when we were eating cheeseburgers at papa's and papas in Freeman South Dakota. <laughs>
0: I do remember those days. Those are the good days.
1: It, they were fun days. They absolutely <laughs> were fun days. That's right.
0: Those were That's those right. were the good times. So uh Dwayne, you and that very important lady that, that helps you along, you guys have a cattle services here and a management services in West Salem, Illinois. And so uh, if you would, why don't you guys tell us about Goldbuckle Cattle Services?
1: Oh, yeah. If you want to talk about us, we can do that all night long. I was trying to get Julie to do this part of the podcast, <laughs> but uh, she, she scattered out. She did pretty, pretty quick, quick, didn't but, she? Uh, you know, from the sales side of what we do, we, uh, we have a couple different facets of that. Of course, one is, you know, much like this sale, we're, we're the sale management for this one. So we do a handful of those a year, not very many of them. Uh, But I still do pretty good sized chunk of sales in terms of being the auctioneer in in, uh, purebred livestock Not only in cattle uh, Some hogs and sheep uh, primarily in cattle though several different breeds and then You know one of the other things that we do it and it's been pretty good for us and good for the people that we've gotten to know over the years is we get to buy and sell cattle to fit needs of other producers we've been able to find things that You know say another producer is really looking for no matter what that parameter is you know whether it's based off of performance whether it's based off of a phenotype whether it's got to be a show ring whether it needs to be a set of replacement females Mm -hmm. uh potload of replacement heifers that kind of thing we've been pretty fortunate being able to have the contacts to find those cattle for those people Mm -hmm. uh, over over the last several years so we've tried to focus on that and, and do a good job of marketing cattle both for our customers and uh, for the people we're selling for and people we're buying for as well. And,
0: right. Yeah. And consultants, uh, we've worked together on a few things with consulting. And, and so you do that and, and seen you at a couple of sales doing those kind of things. And, and you know, you've got buyers that, that come and you go to the sale, you talk to them about what's in that sale and, and work things out with that. Yeah, yeah,
1: and, yeah, you know, just much like uh, the Southern Indiana sale, you know, and we were talking here just a little bit previous this evening, uh, you know, and I about doing this podcast, I had a couple of phone calls, folks just taking a look at through that catalog that, uh, you know, people that trust us and trust what, what we have to say about the cattle that, you know, we can analyze them, uh, looking at them phenotypically and, and, uh, you know, that's been relationships that we've built over years and years. It's, it's been really good to us. I mean, you know, we, we tend to do pretty well at that. And, and I think that really goes back to I, I just analyze these cattle for exactly what they are. I, I never lie about them. Uh, I mean, if you call me and you want my honest opinion, you better be prepared for it. Right. Uh, that's, that's exactly right.
0: <laughs> right. And I can attest to that. Uh, I've been there we we've talked about a few uh, at, at different sales and things. So I really enjoy working with that lady that, that helps you out. So why don't, why don't she tell us just a little about Julie and what she does as far as uh, running the program?
1: Oh, sure. So she, uh, yeah, I really wish she would have handled this part of the podcast. I gotta be real <laughs> honest, Andy. She, uh, you know, she kind of makes the operation work, and, uh, you yeah, know, we haven't got to this part. I mean, we, we still have an op- we still have an Angus, and Herford operation that functions here on a daily basis, and, and she's the one that makes it go. i got to be real honest, you know, back when we first got married, I spent the majority of every year on the road, whether I was on my knees uh, holding a set of clippers, or even now I'm gone quite a bit judging shows, uh, whether it's a little show or a national show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the one here pretty much uh, making it work. And I tell you what, I can guarantee you this, and uh, and all my friends know this. She can calf a cow better than anybody I've ever known. <laughs> she can get a calf that would not nurse, nurse, and she will do it without a tube. She's on top of it. She can make one eat hay. Uh, she also knows exactly when to shut the fans off in the evening too. Cause she knows exactly how. How much uh, electricity those things are eating up in the daytime. But, uh, yeah, she makes this thing work. I'm not going to lie to you. Right. And uh, along with her, man, I can't just leave, leave it there. I mean, you know, my oldest daughter, Allison, uh, 22 now. And she's still a kid to me, but uh, getting ready to finish up her master's degree at University of Illinois. Right. uh, She's been a big part of this program from day one. And and so, and my youngest one, Laney, now right down there trying to finish up her freshman year at Oklahoma State. Hell, she's run the show barn here for the last four or five years since the last guy we had here had to take a little leave and take off to Texas. Uh, We made the decision that she would run it by herself instead of us bringing somebody else back in to Mm-hmm. to do it so with the three of them i i, I don't really know why they need me here i <laughs> just have to come over to southern indiana and hang out with y'all uh so <laughs> i guess i'm i'm still the one that arms all the cows so that's the only reason they keep me around yeah, most part. Most
0: yeah. and, and it, the finance is important as well
1: well yeah yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> that may be why they let you run around so much
1: it might be, it might be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Like you said, you guys have cattle as well. You've got Angus, you've got Hereford, you've got Simmental cattle as well that you guys show and, and market for yourselves as well around the country.
1: Yeah, that's right. We've had, uh, we and we've been very blessed. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, from the show ring side, I, we've hung up a bunch of national champion banners. We've done very well in that. We've done it more than one breed. I tell you one, and probably nobody really cares about this, but I think we're probably the only ones that have ever had uh, grand and reserve cow-calf pairs at a Simital Regionals ever. And I say we're probably the only ones because we're probably the only ones that were dumb enough to drag two (laughs) cow-calf pairs to one Simital Regionals at one time. Right. Uh, But then the same year, we were dragging a Hereford cow-calf pair, too. So we had three cow-calf pairs in the show barn Um. at one time. Uh, that not only was dumb, but it cost us a fortune uh, <laughs> to go along with I just like to—I just like to throw that out. There. But, uh, oh. No, honestly, Andy, we've been extremely blessed, especially here in the last couple of years. You know, uh, COVID hit there in '20. We didn't know what we were going to do. Uh, we jumped out and uh, went down into into Texas and went jackpotting. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't think anything was going to happen up here in the Midwest, and we jumped down there with some of our customers and. And run around to a handful of jackpot shows. And Laney got the opportunity to pick up a mess of buckles down there. Something completely different. No more felt banners. And, and got, to, got to really kind of get right down to earth with some of the people we've been sending bulls to down there in northeast Texas. And, and got to visit with some of those people. And that was probably one of the best things that come out of that. Mm-hmm. All that show and stuff's great. And like I said, we've been extremely blessed with that. Uh, but, uh, anytime we can get out and get to see our customers and get to visit with them, whether we're, whether we're succeeding in showing or not, that right. is extremely, extremely important to us. So uh, just get that social interaction with those folks and just the fellowship with them. And it's been really, really good to us uh, as well. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Get down there and, and do all of that. That's gotta be great for you guys and for them as well and, and help you help them. Sure, sure. Well, Southern Indiana Angus Association, association that uh, you've been involved with now, 15 years anyway.
1: I'd say at least. Yeah. Well, you got my break into that, uh, needed ringman. So I come over and start doing a little ringman, uh, work there under Marty Couch when he was sitting when it. Right. When you were managing the sale. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah. And then, uh, Marty had a conflict one year. And uh, kind of moved on up into the auction block, started selling it. Got the opportunity there. You need a little break on management, right? And so we've been managing here for—is it six or seven years? Probably, I believe yeah. something like that. Yeah. So yeah, just kind of moved up through the ranks, so to speak. And and uh, you're the one that got me there, Andy. I guess.
0: <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I guess I better take credit for that. And again, that goes back. We've worked together how many years and and just knowing that and and it's business is about who you know and who you can work with and, and who you can trust. trust. Right.
1: It's gotta, it's gotta be who you trust. Exactly.
0: Right. Exactly. And so, so, you know, one of those, those contacts a long time ago, I don't know, it was probably even before Freeman, South Dakota, but, uh, uh, that was probably one of the big ones, but, but, you know, you do, you make those contacts and,
1: now you just got me hungry for cheese balls and cheeseburgers from Papas. Yep. You know that, right?
0: Yeah, buddy. I'm ready. But yeah, the, the Southern Indiana Association, and you come over to some of the meetings, and I don't know, what is it, a two-hour drive for you to come over to some of those things yeah. uh yeah. so so but you do a good job of trying to get over the meetings as much as you can to, to be a part of the association as well as managing the sales and things like that and so the southern association a very active association and an association that, that tries to do quite a few things and one of the things that they do in the summer they have a uh, southern indiana angus show and it actually goes into the jim singleton show heifer of the year awards points and uh, Dwayne, you've been over to this show, you've you've judged the show, and uh, I believe you guys even brought a heifer for a time or two, haven't you?
1: Well, you know, I, I'm trying to remember. I don't think we've ever actually come over. We threatened to a time or two uh, back several years ago to okay. show in it. I have judged that one twice. I mm-hmm. do you remember judging it. And, and actually just this past year, uh, summer of 21, I did judge it, and I really didn't intend to. I didn't realize that's what I was getting myself into, when they called me there for uh, what is that Jackson Jennings County, which whichever county that yeah. is, Brownstone. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't feel like I probably ought to be judging that one, but uh, uh, you know, also managing their sale, but uh, <laughs> but I did, and I tell you what, it was a great set of cattle. You, you know, you're exactly right when you're talking about that association of what they do. I, I can't rave enough about the structure of it and having these the, the meetings that they have on a monthly basis and putting together a good program and getting a good speaker somebody to talk about the industry whether it's nutrition whether it's uh in in february they always have the the stud services okay. or different ones come and talk about the bulls that they're they're trying to promote and the bulls that they feel like will work uh you know they're ahead of the spring breeding program i was at a at one here uh, i believe it was a january meeting and just focused on the mineral program mm-hmm. and getting serious about it too not just saying hey you've got to have a mineral program Had somebody from the industry that was really focused on what exactly from a mineral standpoint will will actually help you from a reproductive standpoint and keeping your keeping your cows go you know this association has been very very good about just trying to help all of its everybody that's involved in it uh, from from point a to point b and and then also having a sale here much like what we're getting ready to talk about in just a little bit but also want to say this andy I mean, i've been involved in several different associations and several, several different breeds and i'm not saying i've ever had a bad experience necessarily but uh, i will say this you know, everybody involved in the Indiana angus association they always are looking trying to help each other succeed right. it's it's small breeders maybe it's large breeders but but they do a great job of just trying to take care of each other right just like that from a meeting standpoint from a nutrition standpoint from a sales standpoint man they sure do you have each other's back on a daily basis. And I think that's great in this business that we're in today.
0: Right. And they're always, always trying to grow this association and, and everybody putting forth all the effort that they can. And yeah, you talk about some of the speakers and got a, a list of a few of them here. Dr. Levi Holt, he came in and talked about embryo transfer. So, you know, just trying to help the embryo programs. And again, you mentioned the bull studs and that's something that every year happens that they have the bull studs in. And man, we've had some of the presidents of, if you would call it bigwigs of those bull studs come in and talk to that at that meeting because they just think it is that important and and there's that many people there at that one. And uh, Chris Merkel came in. He talked about grazing systems. I hope I pronounced that right. And uh, mm-hmm. Buck, Buck Chastain in there about uh, animal tr- nutrition. He's kind of a local guy, but a, but a guy that's really uh, doing a lot of things in animal nutrition. And one of them that I was able to go to this time, I, I haven't been able to go to quite as many since we started the basketball thing. But uh, I got to go listen to Jacob Tammy talk. And uh, I don't know if, if you were an NFL fan or are an NFL fan, but uh, Jacob Tammy, he was a, a tight end for the Colts uh, and also a, a tight end out in Denver. And so he came in and, and talked. And, man, that was a great meeting just with him in there. And we didn't really get into a lot of things about cattle and, and about different ideas and things like that but just a great way to, to tell stories of him through his NFL career and then he did talk about uh, some of the things that they are doing there at, at Tammy Valley Farms and so it was just a, a neat breeder to breeders connection there there with him to, to talk about those at, at those meetings so uh, just sure. a, just a great great association that, that as you mentioned tries to do a well, lot of and- things for the breeders.
1: I'll just throw this out there. I mean, I get to drive over there for, it takes me a little while to get over there to go to those meetings, but just to socialize with breeders and just see what they've got going on on a daily basis on their operation. uh, You know, I mean, I'll drive into town here, uh, drink a cup of coffee in the morning as far as it goes, but I don't get to talk to somebody that's an Angus breeder or even a cattle breeder right here. Mm -hmm. But uh, I can go over there on the second Thursday to Brownstown, every week and and talk to people that uh, are doing the exact same things that i am you know maybe it's as simple as how to get a chain back on a manure spreader (laughs) (laughs) right or it's maybe maybe how julie saved a calf last night and it helps mike and lou really fix one you know i mean it's cattle people talking on a monthly basis it's a great time uh, to spend uh, socializing constantly that's right. exactly right
0: right yeah as you mentioned in brownstown pewter hall uh they've they've moved it around a few times but uh, it is in brownstown pewter hall and on the second thursday of the month those start in i believe in october and they're going to end up here in april with the last one for this year and then they they take a little bit off so they usually have a fall tour uh, with covet hitting and things like that we've we've Change that up just a bit and and haven't had one here for a year or two. So uh, if you are a Southern Indiana Angus producer and uh, you're listening and you do want to have the fall tour, why they are open to suggestions with that, I'm sure so. Officers this year, let's let's hit those up, the, the Southern Indiana officers. They are in the catalog, so you can see them there. But Ralph Meyer, he's the president and been president for a couple years here. And so Ralph does a very, very nice job. Mark Thompson, he's the vice president. Kathy Wilson, the secretary. And, and man, if you fall asleep in a meeting or you can't be there, you can know everything that's going on from what Kathy Wilson's secretary's report gives she 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 leaves nothing to the imagination on those and uh does a very very nice job with that and then melanie ritz uh she's a treasurer for the association so uh just a great group of people that that do all they can to to make this thing really run and mark thompson the vice president his dad jim thompson you know you have those associations and you have those groups and and things that that yes you run through some different officers and you run through some different leadership but there's always those core people that are there and jim thompson's one of those one of those people that's always there
1: oh absolutely Jim. (laughs) well the entire thompson right you know inside of that association uh, just focused on the sale here you pick up the phone at any given time and Uh, To Jim or to Mark or to Troy, uh, Corey, man, they are always there to help you all the time. That's a great family. And, uh, man, can you remember, I cannot, how many years Royal Manor Angus Farm has actually been in business? It's got to be 105 plus now.
0: I was going to say they are, yeah, I believe they are at least a, a century, century farm. But, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but they have been in business a long, long time. Yeah, I had a running
1: count on that at one time, Andy. I knew exactly what it was because, you know, every year Jim would tell me exactly how many years it was. And then, you know, 20, we, we had to cancel the sale, obviously, and I think I lost my count. But uh, I'm thinking 105, 106 is where they're at. So I've got to recognize that. That's, that's something to be uh, known for. That's a good cattle too. Right. And man, I've got I've got an opportunity to look at a lot of those cows and uh, still good cattle, doing a great job. Right. Great folks to be to know. Yeah, yeah. Sorry I didn't interrupt you there. But no, you're fine. The, and they,
0: they do yeah. have cattle in the sale every year. So I've been supporting this sale and, and supporting the association and uh, another, another good group of cattle that we'll get to here in just a minute. So Oh, sure, sure, yeah. yeah. Getting to this sale a little bit, we can talk about a few things, go through a few lots. Again, the sale is on Saturday, April the 2nd. It's at 1 o'clock p.m. there at Little York in Scottsburg, or close to Scottsburg, Indiana. And those cattle will be on display there Friday afternoon, correct?
1: Yeah, so they'll be in there uh, pretty much ready for inspection by two o'clock. I I would say, uh, you know, that's what we post in the catalog. They'll all be in there and and pinned. And of course, you know, consigners coming from various places, trying to trying to find their feet as well uh, to get their cattle displayed and cleaned up to see. But uh, yeah, you could see them as early as two o'clock there on Friday. Be scattered out through that barn just a little bit as far as egg goes, but the, you know the, right. the facility is a great place, and uh, weather always treats us pretty well there. So, you know, and you can have an opportunity to kind of wander around there and take a look at them and and visit with the consigners. They'll all still be around there, you know, till about dark, I'd say at least, right. if nothing else, and uh, and then back again uh, on Saturday morning. That's a great set of consigners that get out there pretty early and want to make sure that their, their consignments are viewed. So, yeah, you know, all have a great opportunity to take a look at them ahead of time. Right. That's right, Andy.
0: Yeah. Right. As you look through this catalog, you see a couple businesses that do support this sale and support the Southern Indiana Angus Association. And uh, so we've got some guys that, that get a hold of them every year, and they're always, yeah, we want to be a part of it. And, and that that group grows every year. So, Dwayne, if you would, why don't, why don't you tell us uh, just a, a few of those or, or tell us those that, that help support this sale?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, we, we get some folks that like to advertise in the catalog and showcase their businesses as well. Yeah, I'll list them down here. The us Hardware is the first one here that I've come across, Standish Farm Supply. is another one, Jacoby Sales, uh, Longbottom and Hardshaw Incorporated. K&S uh, Incorporated Animal Nutrition, of course, is also a consigner there or part of it uh, with Buck Chastain. Mm-hmm. Uh, chin Equipment, Shelby Materials, another one of our consignors is involved with that, uh, Jarrett Ross. Mm-hmm. Rules Feed and Small Engines, another one of those good, uh, good advertisers, Tampa Co. Grain, Calco, look there for your equipment needed shoots and whatnot and uh, the nick hartman farm bureau insurance that's the advertisers that put an advertisement in the catalog and, and want to be involved here with the association i'd sure take a look at any of those uh, if you're in that southeastern uh, or southwestern indiana southern indiana area uh, of course they, they range all across the, the state there sure. you know take a look at those businesses it's that's a great place to do some business and some people that uh, very supportive of the association as well
0: yeah, and and had some of those that have been around for a long, long time, and so uh, we appreciate all of those that that do that, and it and it helps helps the consigners, helps everybody out as as far as some of those expenses and things, and we hope that you'll support them, or at least uh, if if you see them out, and uh, maybe they may not have a service that you need, but uh, if you would just thank those people for for what they do and supporting this, so. Uh, Dwayne, we've got a couple things in the back here too. We've got a a couple groups that support us. We've got the AI studs.
1: Oh yeah. So every year, and and I believe all three of these studs have been involved for as long as I've been involved in the association. So each year, these three, these three individual places, uh, they'll donate five, five units of semen here to be auctioned off. And we'll do that at the beginning of the sale and they always bring, uh, to the table, some pretty progressive bulls uh, that you could get the opportunity to purchase five straws on. This year, uh, ABS is the first one that comes to mind here. It's the first one that's uh, listed in the catalog. You'll get the opportunity here to, to purchase the choice of Patriarch or Stellar Seaman, five units of those. And Gen X, you know, listed directly below that in the catalog, you get the opportunity to purchase five units of either Wildcat or Iconic and then central star here too you'll get the opportunity to, to purchase five units of rainfall and they donate that semen here as a part of the association as well and, and yeah they they certainly need to be recognized they've been involved with us for here like i said as long as i've been involved with the association uh in, in doing the same thing every year uh, offering five units of semen there that you can purchase and and using your own program and i believe Almost always, all that semen's on hand. So if you're there at the sale yep. and you buy your choice of those bulls or, or any of those, you can pick that semen up uh, right there, April second, and have it uh, have it ready to start using in your program right away. Right when you get home. So yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Bring your tank, and and we'll get you fixed up. Duane, as we look down through this sale and, and if we go to sales past and, and sales past and sales past this year, we've got quite a few new consigners that have, uh, seen what this sale is doing and, and seen what this association does and, and all the support behind it. And so they decided they want to get in on this. And, uh, so we have, uh, you have the number, how many new consigners do we have this year?
1: Well, I show six new that I know of, and out of those, well, I call seven new, but one you're telling me uh, is a consigner that uh, we, I, I believe may maybe coming back from several years ago, so
0: okay, right. we'll
1: call it seven new, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, good Good families that are coming in, trying to get involved inside of the association, trying to find a place to market, and bringing some good cattle to the table, in my opinion, as well. Uh, One of them here, and I'll list them off if you're fine with that, Andy. So, KICC Family Farm, that's the Schroeder family uh, out of Tell City. Then uh, James Lucas, uh, Lucas Farms, bringing a couple of really good bulls here, service-age bulls to the sale. Roder Angus Farm, uh, Randy Rotard and family, and I believe they've been a consigner mm-hmm. several years ago. If, if right, but coming back here uh, with a nice set of cattle, there a bull and a heifer uh, to market with us, and uh, then uh, I'll put two together here just because they're related: uh, Jim Shaw and uh, Voyager Angus, or uh, Roder and Jamie Gray. Uh, kind of coming together here they there out of Kentucky with a great set of cattle. They're going to be new consigners for us. Then uh, right there close to you, uh, the Eastridge family, mm-hmm. Marcus, that's a young man that's really, we've had an opportunity to visit with him at several shows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, man, a ton of focus in that young man. Oh, my. Uh, bringing, yeah. us, bringing us a handful of lots there uh, and trying to get involved with, uh, with the association as well. Again, Ryan Otis uh, as well, brand new consigner here, bringing us a couple of lots. That's our new consigners. Like I said, just getting involved with us, but I tell you what, bringing a lot of great things to the table, in my opinion, right. uh, there from that standpoint.
0: Right. Sale committee, we better we better hit all of those guys uh, that that help do this and and kind of help guide <laughs> the management. I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, so man, I cannot rave enough about the sale committee I've had to work with—not just this year, but in the past—and and it's changed a little bit. We we had a guy step off of the sale committee last year. I got to take a second and recognize him. Doug Sherman has been on that sale committee for, with uh, since I took over managing. And, and of course, Doug, no stranger whatsoever wow. to to uh, to the Angus business, to the Angus. Uh, any program involved with it and he stepped off the committee this year uh i just want to take a second and, and thank him for well i i gotta be real honest there for a couple of years uh i'd spend hours on the phone with him just man i don't know what the hell to do okay. I, I just gotta say it and uh you know doug been <laughs> doug doug was always great with it but he he wanted to get off the sale committee and so that brought trevor craig on board that uh, this year so a new one and and I tell you what, Trevor didn't disappoint at all, too. I mean, his input, his thoughts have been very welcomed. Uh, Lou really has been on that committee, I believe, since I've taken over managing right. the sale, too. Lou has always been extremely, extremely uh, beneficial to that sale committee. Probably the voice of reason. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. <laughs> and- and is very good about telling exactly what she thinks, and I really appreciate that. Right. Uh, Lou's, Lou's very good at that. Uh, Lauren Wilson, of course. Uh, Lauren's our resident National uh, Angus Association member, director right. member, uh, involved one inside of the uh, sale committee too. And then uh, Jarrett Ross, and also a consigner. Jarrett's uh, his inputs always very very good. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, on my sale committee, is you anyhow, and I can, I can never go wrong when I tell you when I, I need to know something. I always know you've got the answer for me, buddy. I don't know. Every time.
0: I don't know if it's a right answer, but I can come up with an answer. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we've spent, we spent quite a few hours on the phone uh talking about a few different things and trying to hey all
1: started. jokes aside i mean i, I went through that list of, of members of that sale committee but we've spent more time on the phone this year right trying to decide exactly what we are going to do how we're going to go forward how we're marketing these cattle but what we're going to do for the for that list of 23 consigners, right uh, and and how we can best represent them and how we can best represent that association So all jokes aside, I, I I had to joke with you just a little bit, but, uh, uh, but it's, it's a serious matter here. We're here to market cattle for, for these 23 people this year. And, and looking at 23 next year and 23, the year after that, I've been very appreciative of that sale committee that we've had. I I tell you what, I could, I couldn't do it without y'all. I really could not.
0: Right. Right. And we, we enjoy it uh, as well. So yeah, if you're not there at the sale. There's a couple people that you can get a hold of, or a couple things that you can do. And one of them, uh, first and foremost, that you can do if you're not there, and you can catch this anywhere as long as you have some uh, internet service. Liveauctions.tv is going to be there with Brooklyn.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah, you can log in there. I tell you to uh, if if you're if you've never been on on a webcast type of system like Live Auctions or any of their competitors. I would tell you to get on there a little bit earlier, register yourself an account. If you're having some trouble, give Brooklyn a call. Her phone number's right there in the catalog. She can talk you through it, get yourself involved in that. She can help you get uh, going and then yeah, you can bid right there from your computer. You can bid right there from your phone with liveauctions.tv. And i tell you what, I'll just give another little plug for Brooklyn too, because I just did it last Sunday. If you need somebody just to go out and analyze cattle and tell you about them on the phone, it's a young lady that can understand good quality cow, she can understand soundness, she can analyze them, and, and that's another one. i tell you what, I would trust her opinion. She will not lie to you when it comes to looking at them. Right. So.
0: Got a couple of ringmen that, uh, that you could hit up as well.
1: That's right. That's right. Rob Nykirk and uh, both. Him and his son Alex, uh, their phone numbers are in there. I actually uh, just got a look real quick. I'm not too sure that Alex's phone number Alex got is put not, in. Alex
0: Alex is not. He, but Rob yeah,
1: be. that's that's. Uh, yeah, you can find the manager over that one. But Rob's numbers in there. Rob can Rob can take a look at him. He can talk you talk you through some of those cattle as well. He can help you out. We have a new addition this year, kind of kind of filling in for somebody that couldn't make it. Uh, this year, and I'd say he'll probably be uh, coming along with us. Matt Jackson out of Kentucky. There's another one that I would I would trust his opinion if you're analyzing these cattle and he can he can help you there if you need some assistance bidding. And and there again, uh, Andy Howe back uh, back doing a little ring service for us as well too. So yeah, you can give him a call. And if you're looking to just for a couple other phone numbers there, if you want to bid on the phone. Uh, there's a whole list of those numbers right in there, and I'll point out my wife, Julie, uh, is in there. She'll be more than happy to handle that uh, if you needed to bid on the phone. Of course, Doug Sherman, we just ch- ch- chatted about just a minute ago. I know he'll be there. If his uh, rotary dial cell phone works, uh, <laughs> he'll uh, he'll chat with you. And uh, But I tell you what, if, if you need to bid on the phone in an absentee, uh, just give anybody a call there ahead of time. Uh, we have a lot of other people that we can we can kind of right. get you in touch with and you can bet on the phone with as well. That's right.
0: right. Right. You can find all those numbers if you're listening and you don't have all of that. You can find a sale catalog if you're getting ready. We're getting ready to go through some of these cattle as well. Uh, if you want to go through us and, and you haven't done so, maybe hit pause. And you can look online at IndianaAngus.com. Also on the Angus.org, if you go to the sale catalogs, uh, the Southern Indiana Angus Association sale is listed down there uh, as well. So you can get on there. Uh, we're probably, by the time this gets out, we're probably just really, really close uh, to being able to get those catalogs sent out to you by mail. And and so we would invite you to go look on IndianaAngus.com or uh, Angus.org and uh, go find that catalog down there as well. Now, is the catalog on live auctions as well, Dwayne? I believe it's, it is. Uh, right? The catalog is
1: posted up on live auctions, and also coming along here on live auctions pretty quick. I didn't see them this morning, uh, but videos and pictures mm-hmm. of a lot of these lots, and even more pictures and videos uh, of some of these lots that didn't uh, pictures that didn't make the catalog. Right. And and videos and additional videos are coming and they'll be posted as well as we come along. And I'll also while we're talking about that, I would tell you, you know, if you get on that, uh, if you get on that catalog, if you have any questions about any of these lots, uh, right there on the on the uh, second third page, I apologize, third page, is a full list of those consigners right. and those lot numbers. I, I would not hesitate to call. A single one of those consigners, and just point-blank ask them exactly what they think of their consignments exactly what they feel like all their their opinions and their questions because all those cattle go back into their programs they're they're there to represent those cattle and they're going to do a good job of
0: representing them too you're exactly right. Yeah, I'm looking down through that list, and there's there's uh, nobody that I would be afraid to call at all and, and talk to and trust their opinion, and, and they're going to tell you about them. Well, Dwayne, you ready to go through a few of these lots, and, and we, we don't. Of course, we don't have time to to talk about every single lot, and and so it, it's a little bit risky what what we're kind of doing here uh, to to go through some of these. But there's some of these that that maybe we need we do need to highlight just a bit, and and talk about just a bit just to to help highlight some of these different areas. Uh, of course, we've got bulls, we've got open heifers, we've got cow calf pairs, we've got fall cow-calf pairs, spring cow-calf pairs, all of those things to, to go along in this sale. So a little bit of something for everybody, red females as well. So, Dwayne, let's start out. Uh, we got a we got a flush opportunity, which sometimes they, they come in and out of this sale. Sometimes they are there. Sometimes they're not this year. We've got a flush out of Illinois, actually.
1: Yeah, so you pick on us right off the bat. I see <laughs> you are, so... I really wasn't gonna bring that one up. I was gonna let that one slide. But, okay. Uh, well,
0: check out the lot but, one and lot one A. <laughs>
1: that's that's fine. So I'll talk about them since you brought them <laughs> up. Uh, uh, the the lot one cow will give you the opportunity to flush on a conventional flush on probably one of the most popular donors we have here, and that's that's saying a lot in my opinion. I mean, there's there's three breeds worth of cows here and three breeds worth of donors here and uh, that one gets a lot of attention, people coming through, taking a look. So we, we just decided we take the take the chance and offer for the right to flush that particular female, the 5224, that's a blue chip daughter that uh, has done extremely, extremely well for us in, in a lot of different cases. But uh, her her insight daughter, which is also pictured there, in a small picture down in there, that's, that's a female that's put a bunch of buckles uh, in the house here for Elaney, uh, She's been kind of a staple. We've we've had a handful of calves sold out of that one. We sold quite a few embryos out of that female. So we just decided we'd, we'd offer the opportunity to flush that particular cow in this sale. And uh, I don't think anybody's really going to go wrong with that one. I mean, she's kind of a no-miss kind of a cow, in my opinion. But uh, if you really want to know the truth about it, I mean, I believe in her, but... Uh, uh, I tell you what, I'd invite you here to come take a look at her mm-hmm. and look at her daughter. That's a pretty good kind of a cow, and I think that's an opportunity that I would want to miss out on right. if it was me But uh, right. that.
0: Bull of the buyer's choice.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah, you can do it to a bull of your, yeah, of your choice. Uh, I talked to a gentleman on the phone a couple of nights ago uh, that was kind of interested in it. He said, man, I wouldn't know. If I was the winner, I don't know exactly what I'd do. Right. And I said, man, let's let's just sit and talk about it a little bit. I'll tell you exactly what we've done with her. I'll tell you what I think works. Uh, so, yeah, you know, if that's something that interests you, I'd be more than happy to tell you what I believe. Or, man, i tell you what, come take a look at the donor. Or I'll tell you, I'll describe her to you. You can take a look at her picture. You can take a look at her video. You can make your own decision as far as it goes. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think she's kind of a foolproof kind of a deal in my opinion. So I think you could go a lot of different ways and you can go a lot of different breeds on her. You know, if you're sitting out there, not necessarily an Angus breeder, and you want to, you want to make some half blood semis, or if you want to make some F1 black Herefords or whatever you wanted to do, I think that one's pretty diverse. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot of different things with that particular cow. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Those are the ones that are fun.
1: She has been a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> she has been a lot of fun. Right. That's exactly right. Right.
0: Then we go we go into these bulls. Where do you want to start on these bulls?
1: You know, I tell you what, we can, uh, well, I'll just pick one at random. Let's take a look at the lot four bull. Here's one that's okay. not pictured in the catalog, but, you know, he's got that little CAB symbol right there on his pedigree. Here's a bull that is in the Angus breed right now, or as of a day or two ago anyway, was uh, in the top 1% of the breed for Dollar F. Top 3% of the breed for Taller B and Dollar C. Top 2% of the breed for carcass weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you like them on paper and still a nice phenotype with him, there's a magnitude sun. If you're breeding them that way on trait selection, I would pick that one every day of the week. It's, it's pretty hard to find one like that, especially in southern Indiana, uh, numbered up the way that one is and the way that one looks. So that'd be a good one to pick if you're picking at random. I'll let you pick one at random there.
0: <laughs> Anyhow. Holy cow. Uh, let's see. Let's go down here, and Thompson's always uh, – Thompson's always brings some good cattle, and uh, they've got a primo, which is a little bit different for the Thompson program. The Lot 7, we got a we got a primo, son. I
1: was hoping you'd pick that when I got the chance to see that bull. Uh, last summer and got the chance to visit with mark quite a bit. Oh We were talking about he He was a little hesitant to put that bull in the sale with mm-hmm. being out of primo and he wanted to know my opinion, I tell you why that one's a powerhouse enough I think he'd work in a lot of different programs You know, of course that that basic cow family, you know coming from the family just mm-hmm. in general from the Thompson family uh, that bull's gonna be really, really good. I think he's gonna be very functional. That bull's sound. That bull's powerful. He's got a ton of hip into him. Uh, he's gonna be a pretty good bull. Mark asked me if I thought I wanted him in the sale, and I didn't even
0: hesitate for a second. Right, man,
1: I'd love to have that bull in the sale. Exactly. So I'm looking forward to seeing him sell come April
0: 2nd. Right. Yeah, Thompson's always, always right there at the top of that bull sale, and always bringing just good, big, powerful bulls. Uh, another big, powerful bull, and, and guy that brings powerful bulls that, that a lot tend the ravers.
1: Oh yeah, so yeah, Jason uh, Raver there from Washington or Montgomery, I guess. Montgomery, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, always brings good functional bulls and and bulls that are ready to go to work. You know, rugged, good quality bulls. I tell you what, I've been there. I've, I've had the opportunity to be at that operation. Jason and family, that's a small operation, but they've got to work there. Right. And uh, what they bring to the sale is never any disappointment from that standpoint. I mean, they're, they're cattle that will go to work today, and I don't think there'll be any, any doubt on that one. Uh, both uh, his tier of duty son there. You get back on, just just kind of rave on that one just a little bit, you get back on into some of his cows that he's got to sell a little bit later on a lot of function, a lot of performance for those cows. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Right. Right. Got some open heifers in this deal and, and always a highlight of the, of the sale. And one of the new consigners here, we got the, the lot 12 from Oak Ridge Farms and just a good female there.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. Tony, Tony Smith there and Brianna Stone, uh, Brianna's Tony's daughter, nice little operation right here, close to where we're at, uh, See, I've known them all my life, basically, uh, Tony and I, about the same age, and, and really focused on what they do in the cattle program, and that's going to be a female that'll that'll be put together. She's going to have a ton of bone to her. She's going to have a ton of performance to her. Uh, she goes back there to a style son, bred right out of York Farms. I guess you just did a podcast for yes, a Joel here a yes, couple sir. of days ago, you bet. So Tony's Tony's talked about that female to me on the phone. I don't know how many times the amount of body that that one's got and and goes back out of from from the Betzel program on the cow side, and that's a hell of a cow program in my opinion too. Bruce and Austin Betzel over there in the coma said, you know, man, I've never seen a bad one really from a cow standpoint that comes from that program. So I'd be looking for that one right there come April second, and I tell you what, that one's going to show. That one's going to be competitive. That one's going to be a hell of a cow when it all comes down to it. That would be a great one to look
0: at, right. in
1: my opinion. Eva.
0: Right. We talk about cow families over here on the 14. We've got a Donna uh, that, that comes to the Pacific. Yeah,
1: out of the legends, Donna 523 coming to us from Chastain's. At, so I, I have not seen that female yet. Uh, but I'm pretty excited to see that one. I mean, you look down on the bottom side of that one, that Coleman down to 386 on the bottom side of that pedigree, I think that one will be pretty good, I, you know, and I'll guarantee you Buck and Justin are going to have that one there. Uh, they're going to represent her very, very well. That, that'll that be a damn good female to take a look at, my opinion. Right.
0: And here's something a little different, you know. Some of these guys, they, they're kind of like, you know, I wish you would breed it. To this one, or I, I, I think this heifer would really look good if you'd breed her to her and we've got, uh, one operation. They're not going to leave any question to it. We're going to give you two straws to go along with this female here in the lot 16. Yeah.
1: Hey, you're talking about, yeah, I, I knew where you're headed there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're just gonna, we're just gonna make sure that you get the opportunity to use a half million dollar bull right. on our female. So ne- never mind the fact that, that that turning point daughter is probably going to be one of the best highlights of the open heifer deal there. I mean, that's going to be a really good female. But let's stop a second and rave about Mel and Joan Melsheimer. <laughs> I, mean, I, know you, I know you've known them a long time. Yeah, I've had the sure. opportunity to know them a long time. I tell you what, they babysit those cows on a daily basis. Oh my gosh. And if they're not right... They're going to stand behind them 125 percent. If you're exactly right, yeah, they're they're going to make sure that that open heifer has the opportunity to get bred. They're just gonna they're just gonna put two straws of semen right in your tank right right after you buy that female. Yeah, that's now that's that's standing behind what what you've got to offer in my opinion. That uh, that turning point daughter, I'll guarantee you, is going to be one to take a look at. Right. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Then we've got some Womack influence here, you know, a program that's no stranger to the Angus business there with the Landons. And and they're going to bring some of those Womack-bred females as well.
1: That's right. And and so with Joe, I've had the opportunity to buy a lot of those cattle for them, for for Joe and for his family. Uh, Just taking a look there, look at the the Lot 19, that uh, top Class 716 sire on that one. And then going back in here to uh, his cow family, the, those cattle are always good. They're always extremely feminine. They're, they're good kind of cattle. Well, even 19, 19A on, on, on his uh, trademark son, which goes back to that trademark 571. And then down on the bottom side of that one on world class, which uh, yeah, we, we've had a bunch of those world class daughters here in our program as well. If you follow that one back, I mean, and you can read like on 19A, and you can follow that one back to the 2004 Reserve Grand Champion Female at the Junior Nationals in 2713. I mean, there's a pedigree that reads on that one. Joe's going to have those heifers there. They're going to be competitive. They're going to be. They're going to look the part. They're going to be cattle that you're going to want to look up on April 2nd. That's exactly right.
0: Right. Right, we're going through there. We got the, the lot twenty. We got a Cadillac Ranch out of a, a cow that that we bought out of Warner's out of that dispersal sale. So,
1: yeah, you um, need to talk that just,
0: one. Just one to take a look at. I mean, we, we we bought those cows out of out of Warner's. We went out there. We bought three heifers, and we have been with the program there at uh, lazy jb and, and used a lot of those bulls and we went and used cadillac ranch and, and we got this one and she's she's really nice we we kind of want to share the wealth on this deal and uh she's nice she's quiet i guess i'll be real honest that's that's one of the concerns with the ranches sometimes this girl i didn't even put a holder on her when i clipped her head in the shoot the other day and i haven't messed with her very very much she is tie broke but that's about it so uh ready to go there on that one so Good. then we get into these breads as well uh let's hit a, a few of these breads real quick again we got the doc ryan bread deal in the uh, lot 21 there from uh mm-hmm. mirror lake from the mm-hmm. melsheimer so uh you can get another dose of that uh the lot 22 here the uh, insight that's that's bred to, to turning point as well coming out of Glicks.
1: Yep, that's so. That's a really nice female that was selected last year out of uh, Quentin S- Quentin Smith sale there from Voyager. That's a pretty nice female. Uh, you know that one's pretty powerful. halter bro, easy going, uh, pretty good and gentle. I bred her here myself actually, so and uh, I know she's confirmed bred there at Turning Point. Uh, Got a calve dead on. Uh, was bred uh, December 14th. That one's uh, good to go, in my opinion. I think she's one that's uh, probably going to be on the top end of that sale order of those bread heifers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll jump ahead of you here. I tell you what, return consigner for us here in lot 24 and lot 26. Right. Deanna Hoping, or Hope, you know, the Hoping family. Uh, Man, I tell you what, now you just take a look at those pictures, take a look at those females, take a look at the pedigree on those females and how they're bred. Man, I don't think there's any way you're going to go wrong with those deep, soggy, Really good, really maternal kind of females out of that consigner. I think, you know, one here uh, coming, you know, lot 26 from the hunter program, from Clinton, all them uh, out there in Missouri. That wouldn't be one that I would miss. Take a peek over on lot 28. Here's one that's been uh, examined safe with a heifer calf in her. Right. Uh, now, she's going to calve a little later for us as far as that goes, but there's a primo out of granddaughter of the value $200,000 if you're paying attention right. to that uh, 69.59 Champion Hill Georgina. That's one I would pay close attention to. I right. uh, spent a lot of time on the phone here with Reuter the last, oh, probably the last month. Reuter is really, Reuter and Jim Shaw both, really want to make sure that what they bring to the sale is going to be the top end and they're bringing some cattle i believe to the sale that are going to be what you want to add to your program right so I'll let, you, I'll let you keep picking some, at Landon. Well,
0: and I, and I was going to say on the slot 28, we shared that on Facebook a, a week or so ago. You put it up there or something, and I shared it, and John Davis was all over it. Uh, John Davis, yeah. of course, there managed Champion Hill for how many years? And John Davis says, man, that is absolutely one to look at. So don't just right. take our word for it. You go back to the guy that, that helped raise those right there and, and manage that program. Why, uh, Yeah. Take a look at that one as well. So Roger Eckstein, he brings the Lot 30. Roger, you know, he, he's kind of sold and, and moving and, and doing some different things there. So check out that Lot 30 from Roger Eckstein there in Pear Lane Angus and support that program as well. So,
1: Right, right. And Roger always been a bad, great supporter of the association, always been a great supporter of the sale. And uh, that female... No different than anything that's ever come from Paralene uh, right there in Seymour. Man, I tell you, I've had the opportunity to look there at those cows more than once. And you want to talk about a good uniform set of cows. Right. uh, Good stout kind of cows that you'd want to have in your program. Uh, Roger always does an exceptional exceptional job with those cattle.
0: Right. Right. And let's not forget the, the raising the fourth program there with Natalie and, and those guys that, you know, a great family to get into and, and a family that really, really cares. They've got the lot 31, lot 32, 32A, those cow-calf pairs. So uh, another sure. another program to really sure. look at. Sure. And a couple of open heifers back there that we skipped right.
1: over as well. <clears throat> but yeah, they're going to be, be bringing some really good cattle to the sale. Yeah.
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, we got an, another good one there, the Lot Thirty Three from from Todd and Craig Trevor Craig. They are on the sale committee, and they, you know, when when they come, they, they they're not they don't consign every single year, but boy, when they do, they're they're right up there at the top uh, as well. Yeah,
1: it, it always competitive cattle when they when they put leather holders on them, and uh, you know, and, and Trevor and I have talked about that female a couple of times about the conversation female, and the one that's super super complete. And then bred uh, there to that Champion Hill Classified Bull. That's a bull that we got to choose out of Champion Hill uh, dispersal for them, for Trevor and all. And, uh, man, that'd be one that I think you, you, know, you could select and put into your program without any trouble whatsoever. And I trust what his opinion is if you want to give him a call. Uh, have a visit with him about that female ahead of time. I don't, I don't believe he uh, he's going to steer you astray whatsoever.
0: Right, got the Shaw family back there on the lot thirty-five. A uh, rampage, going to be a high-quality female there, and so mm-hmm. yeah, you got a TC program there on that one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, where do we want to go next? Hit a couple more of these here as we we roll down through here again. you got the Blue River Angus there at Shelbyville. Uh, Jarrett Ross uh, always brings high-quality females, and and he pays so much attention to what he's breeding to and and what he's doing with those. and pays attention to those EPDs and and wants quality cattle as well. That's
1: exactly right. Jarrett does a great job looking at those cows and always stands behind them. You can't really go wrong with that one. He's got a good handful of these in here, bred females and, and cows. I sure wouldn't, uh, there again, I sure wouldn't hesitate to give Jared a call. Right. Uh, he will describe those things from foot to nose right, uh, to you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I tell you what, if nothing else, it's good to visit with just in exactly what he thinks
0: mm-hmm. about
1: his program or exactly about your program as far as it goes. Jared would do a good job of describing those to you. Right. That's exactly right.
0: Right. On the update sheet on the Lot 40, she laid down and had a bloodline female. So take a look at that one as well. And, you know, I've been thinking all day, uh, if I get the opportunity to talk about that, you know those guys that are in your program, you have that cow that's probably not very good uttered. You've got that cow that could probably let go of, she's got enough age to her, you know, kind of that. eh, You know, one of those we really need to sell. You should do that and come look at this uh, this Lot 40 female because you want to talk about an udder on a female. Lay down, had that bloodline heifer calf, and don't miss her. Okay, I'll quit on that one. No, 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 that's <laughs> great. That's great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but take a look at that if you care about utter quality and things like that. So, Jarrett Ross, you skip over to Lot 42, 43, Ross Spring, the Niagara. Niagara has passed on. And so uh, we've got some of those genetics that might possibly be a little bit hard to come by.
1: Well, that's right, and and I tell you what, if you're trying to keep the, the cow families right there in southern Indiana, I mean, that, that's the one you're looking for. Right. I mean, that's a Niagara Southern female, that's a, out of a Sherman cow. She's going to be the one you want to pick up, and I'll guarantee you, if that cow's not functional coming from Jared, <laughs> uh, there's probably not going to be one that will be out of this sale. Right. I'll guarantee you that's, that's going to be a good one.
0: Right. No, yeah, the 44. You, you talk about yes. functional and functional families and, and bring those that, that bring the good ones, uh, the, the O lot, lot 44, uh, going to be. A good...
1: Exactly. You know, there's another program I've gotten to, to go over and visit with Mike and Lou several times and look at their cows and ride around and look at them. And Man, there's another guy that will not lie to you. That right. dude's going to look at the cow and tell you exactly what he thinks. And if they don't work, you don't get the chance to buy them. You, right. you just flat do not get the opportunity to buy them. Right. I tell you what, in my list of cowboys in Indiana, <laughs> Mike really would be the be the one probably at the top of the list.
0: He's pretty good. Cool, it wouldn't yeah. be because of,
1: of Mike. It'd be because of Lou. Just so you know.
0: <laughs> right. Right. You know, back in my management days, we'd go around and, and look at these uh, when we could, and and Mike says, man, I don't know if you're going to want her. I, I'm just not a big fan of her feet. and man i i looked at her and i'm like you know i think i'm a pretty decent evaluator of of that kind of thing and i'm like mike i don't know what problem you see here and and that's just how hard and how particular they are on those those cattle that they're going to let out and and they're going to be right if they're going to let them go
1: they are they're going to reproduce they're going to have beautiful letters they're going to they're going to do for themselves and you know if they don't if they don't work and right outside of bedford indiana they won't work anywhere else mike is mike is on top
0: of it all the time right and like i
1: said it's not mike it's lou i'm pretty sure it's Lou. (laughs) right
0: Right. yeah back here in in the back let's hit a a couple more of these again a new consigner they just keep bringing some really really good ones here with the voyagers in the 48 and 49. oh
1: yeah absolutely those are going to be cows that you're going to want to take a look at. You know, I, I'll guarantee you they're not going to bring them to town. Jim, uh, Shaw, Ritter Gray, Jamie, they're not going to bring those cows to town for you to take a look at. If they're not going to work and form and function in, in your program, uh, I'll guarantee you as a new consigner, they're going to be an asset to the sale and their cows are not going to be any disappointment whatsoever. Absolutely.
0: Right. And again, you want to talk cow families, a Lot 50. We got another Donna from the Chastains.
1: That's right. Out of a 10X, that was going to be one you're going to want to look up
0: on sale day. Absolutely. Dwayne, man, I appreciate all your work on this sale. I uh, appreciate what you do for these consigners here in southern Indiana and what you do for this sale. And uh, any, anything else we need to talk about here before we wrap this thing up?
1: I just got a couple of things I want to throw out there, and this is just a couple of thank yous just basically for this sale. I mean, we talked about them real quick. The sale committee has been extremely good to work with uh, over the last couple, several years, all the years that I've been managing as far as that goes, but particularly this year. uh, Man, we've had to spitball a lot of things, and so I want to just take a second and say that. I never get to thank them. I don't even get to thank them from the block. I always forget it, but I want to throw this one out there. Uh, Michael Isaacs and Ralph Meyer always always handling the back of that sail, handling the pinning, staying on top of it, handling the loadout. Uh, Man, if it wasn't for them, I don't know what, what I would do. They do an incredible job with that. And uh, we'll throw a couple of new guys into that deal this year. Uh, I'll recognize them next year. How about that? Okay. After they, okay. they they put a little time into it. Uh, <laughs> but
0: uh, That loadout crew, there is more compliments on that loadout crew than there is almost anything else that go on at that sale.
1: Those guys are on it all the time. And then the last one, I really got to think on this. Uh, she probably never thinks that uh, I really ever think about it, but Kathy Wilson, Lauren's wife. Oh, wow. Kathy proofreads this thing. She proofreads the ads. I never even ask her to. I just email them to her, and uh, she's on top of it. And I tell you what, you never miss a comma. You don't ever miss a – you miss nothing with Kathy. She is on top of it all the time. Uh, So she does an incredible job of proofreading the catalog. She she is on it nonstop, and I really, really appreciate that. I always want to. Uh, think, or I never get the opportunity to actually think or anywhere else, so I think I'd do it on your podcast. Right.
0: We better put that in the notes here from the block this time.
1: There you go. There you go.
0: <laughs> Put that you
1: in the Well, I've had a bunch of fun, Andy Howe.
0: Man, I have too. I appreciate it. Always good to talk to you. We talk a lot of hours on the phone, but uh, some of them Maybe recordable. Some of them may not be, but uh this most one, of them,
1: most of them probably should not be recorded. <laughs> as a matter of fact,
0: this one but, was. Yeah. And man, I appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you getting this thing set up and and getting this thing going, and uh just appreciate all the work you do, man. Great to work with you.
1: That's all part of. It. I really do. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it, or I wouldn't be doing it. Right.
0: So, right. So. Well, we
1: we'll look forward to seeing the April second.
0: Yes, we do. Uh, I will see you on the 1st, but we look forward to seeing everybody else here on April 2nd. Again, the United Producer Sale Facility at Little York, Indiana. You can punch it right into your GPS, and it will get you there. It's a little bit off the beaten path, but uh, not too bad. So, again, we want to see you there April 2nd. Come hungry for the meal there provided by the Cattlemen's Association there. And so... We'll have the sale starting at one o'clock with the semen. Then we'll roll right into the lots. Dwayne, appreciate it, man. Look forward to seeing you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.